0: This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, visit them at a HamFest near you or call 920-435-2973 or online at pl-259.com. It's Ham Radio. Good evening everyone, it's time for another episode of Ham Talk Live, it's number 103. An update on changes to Hamvention recorded live on Thursday, February 22nd, 2018. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. And thanks for tuning in to another episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Michael Calder, W8CI, and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes, as we usually do. And last week on the show, Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, was here to talk about recognizing young hams. And if you missed that show, you can listen anytime. Just go to HamTalkLive.com and you can play any of the old shows there. Uh, You can also catch us on your favorite podcasting app like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. We're also over on YouTube. You can subscribe to us at any of those and get the show every week. So get your questions ready to go. We'll talk to Michael for a little bit, and then we will open up the phone lines, and I'll give you that number. It's not time to call yet, but I'll give you that number. It's 812-NET-HAM-1, that's 812-638-4261. You can also Skype us, we're Ham Talk Live on Skype, you can find us there and uh, you can also tweet us. We're at HamTalkLive, and if you happen to have a Spreaker account, you can uh, type a comment in there, and uh, it'll pop up here on the screen. So uh, we'd love for you to interact with us during uh, the last segment of the show, but uh, we'll let you know when it's time to do that. So I will be right back with Michael right after this word from Tower Electronics right here On Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a HamFest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and hamsticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International space station tower electronics carries mfj comet Diwa, opec workman and ham pro products and don't miss their zero percent off sale going on now tower electronics online at pl-259.com proud to sponsor this episode of ham talk live look for me at dayton i'll be the one wearing the yesu hat you're listening to ham talk live with neil rapp Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. Coming up this weekend, they'll be at Dalton, Florida on the 24th. That would be Saturday. And then March 3rd, they're getting closer to here. They're getting uh, up to Cave City, Kentucky. And then March 18th, they'll be in Toledo, Ohio, and uh, they did mention it online today they have their Hamvention reservations done so you can visit them at Hamvention as well or give them a call at 920-435-2973 or online at pl-259.com and tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live my guest tonight is Michael Coulter W8CI he is the official spokesperson for the Dayton Hamvention And Mike uh, resides in Xenia, Ohio, and is a past president of the Dayton Amateur Radio Association and a former Hamvention General Chairman. Um, He's currently the treasurer and a board member of uh, DERA and the finance chair for Hamvention. And he is an active musician, a Skywarn net control and HF operator, and has uh, had the opportunity to travel quite a bit around the world including uh, Tunisia and the Peace Corps and uh, the speaker about ham radio in uh, Germany, Qatar and India. So uh, we've had Michael on several times talking about hamvention. We're glad to have him back with us tonight. Good evening, Michael, and welcome back.
1: Hey, Neil, it's uh, you've got a great show and I like the way you run your show. You're doing a great thing for uh, amateur radio. And it's always a pleasure to get to talk to you, especially about, uh, one of my favorite events and that's uh the uh, hamvention so uh thanks and thanks for everybody who's out there tuned in and uh if you do have a question i'll do my very best to answer them and i know that we're going to get to a period of time here where you can call it in
0: yep absolutely and uh, we thank you for uh, for coming on and all your work with uh hamvention and all your volunteer staff and and your volunteer hours to make all that happen well we're about three months out and uh, we knew you know the first year was a little bit of a learning curve and there were some changes that need to be made and uh, we had you on in july to talk about that a little bit so uh bring us up to date on how some of those projects are coming along for some of the improvements for this year
1: okay we'll talk about the uh, new building because we worked hard with the county commissioners and the uh, Expo Center folks, and it looked like, you know, everything was going through with the new building, and we'd have it in time for Hamvention. And we heard that from, uh, you know, everybody, and when it came down to it, they, they when they got the bids out and everything, they were not going to be able to get the building done before Hamvention eight, uh, 18, but it will be done for beforehand mentioned 19 <clears throat> so um we still are going to have some tents or maybe just one big tent <clears throat> and um we're really 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 sorry about that i mean we have every intention to have that done so this will be our last year of that plus we also got the uh, fairgrounds furniture building which is another i think 7500 square feet which is very significant but um that mm-hmm. was that was a, that was a probably the one of the negatives and the other one was got a lot of comments about mud and um you know even from people that weren't there say are saying you know i don't want to go there because it's so muddy you know and that's what my friends told me but you know i it we had a uh um, a monstrous rain the night before that i mean monstrous and uh I think we had two to to three inches of rain and that was hard to get all that drained out. And even though the, uh, flea market area is drained, uh, we think we can improve it. So, you know, I'll, I'll take a pause a minute. Then if you want me to talk about that, I'll be glad to.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, and, and I'd also like to, to hear a little bit more about the new building, like where it would be situated and, um, how much space it'll be and kind of the style of the building because a lot of the buildings i've noticed are, are kind of long and narrow and, and very segmented is this going to be more of an open concept kind of, of building
1: well i i'm surprised that the three very large buildings are all open i don't know if you recall that but there are also on the sides there are halls and there's different things there but huge areas inside each one of those buildings the uh, uh, fairgrounds furniture appears that it will be all, you know, an open building, much like um, it'll be bigger than if you remember where uh, Bob Hiles' area was in that real nice building. Um, it's re- going to be right next to that um, in, in the same complex, and it will be a nice uh, open building. The new building will be actually a U-shaped building, and it'll be located uh, right out uh, – uh, for those of you who've been there, and, uh, t- and to give you a little bit of a visual, it'll be directly across from where the three main buildings are. You'll have in the center point there is a is a uh, flagpole, and then you had a lot of delicious vendor spaces, and then you had uh, a little uh, road that went by. But it's right in that complex, and it's going to be right um, right in the whole complex area across from basically where the beer truck was (laughs) for those of you there you probably know where that is does that help you at all yeah and the the total square footage i don't i can't recall it off the top of my head i should have that number but it it matches if not a little bit more than the tent space that we had to use the total tent space last year and so by getting uh that fairgrounds furniture building um which is part of, you know, owned by the, the fair uh, complex, the Expo Center, um, that significantly cut down on the amount of tent space that we need. So um, once again, you know, I really regret. I mean, I got on and announced that, yeah, we're going to have the building. But I will say that as soon as we found out we couldn't get building supplies, we wanted to make it clearly known that, hey, we can't get this building before, um, um, ham Hamvention this year. Now we're not paying for the building, <laughs> so we're a little bit more at the mercy of the county, and the county and the city people and township people are really behind us in trying to make um, this stuff happen. Does that help you a little bit? Oh, the sure. new building will have heating. It'll have air conditioning. It'll have restrooms. Wa- you know, running water in there, and um, it'll be a very nice building. They want to. You know, they're upping their game there to have a uh, they call a world class expo center. So and they've left room that maybe a few years few years from now they put a second and a third building in there. So um very very uh, gratifying to work in a w- within a community that loves us and supports us and wants to help. So
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then um <clears throat> the other question came came up uh was will that construction start before hamvention or or do you think that'll be after i can tell you right now we do not want it
1: to start until after hamvention and um we don't want all that you know possibility of all that equipment and everything it take up a lot of space and and it'd be a distraction no we're going to get that done start um Uh, I don't know exactly when they'll start. They have a county fair that will come up sometime after that, and they'll start right after that. So it will not interfere at all with hamvention.
0: Okay, so you're thinking probably after the fair, then after their two big events. Right,
1: right. There's still plenty of time then to to get things going. So that's our plan, and um, that's their plan, and we totally like the idea. We don't want that construction going on. The same time as, um, the, as,
0: uh, Ham <laughs> Okay. Now you mentioned the, uh, the fairgrounds furniture building that, uh, was there and they had cleared out some space for us to use, uh, that was kind of storage, um, last year. And now, uh, that building's going to be available. And, and I know some people have been kind of concerned of, about, uh, you know, uh, are are we the reason that they're leaving and, and, you know, we hate to see, you know, a a long time business uh, go away uh, because, you know, we get together once a year. So uh, can you, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well,
1: here's what I can tell you is that um, we at Hamvention never pressed to get that building. Are we glad to get it? Oh my God. Yes. We're thrilled to get it. But did we go to the expo center people and the powers that be there and say, you need, you need to evict them, you know, that's not our intention. Um, there were other um, circumstances that I'm not even privy to that I don't even want to know, but I will tell you that the Dayton Amateur Radio Association and Ham mentioned had absolutely nothing to do with trying to get this um, building, you know, get them to leave. You know, I, I live uh, just south, I have a Xenia mailing address, but I live out in the countryside south of Xenia, and and it's hard when, you know, we're getting blamed for something we didn't really have a part of. However, you know, we, we do get the benefit of it, and um, I'm sorry to see them lose the business or get get uh, evicted, but at the same time, I guess I'm very happy for us, um, but we had absolutely nothing to do with, with that happening. And thanks for asking that question.
0: Yeah, and and then, yeah, let's go back to the to the mud i know you said that you've got some some plans to uh improve on that and we kind of skipped back to the to the new building for a minute so let's go back to uh the plans there on uh, some of the drainage for some of the parking areas and flea market and that kind of thing uh, how that is coming along
1: okay um i'm sorry i skipped ahead um all right a little bit before giving you an opportunity to um ask me a question so I'll be a little bit brief. Um, <clears throat> the county engineer is, uh, you know, he's really a big supporter of um, Hambench and he even has told me personally, whatever you guys need, just let me know. So we told him, and we well, really need help with this mud. And so the county engineer and his people are designing, or have finished the design of. I don't think it's hard to do, but where the vehicles came down through, they're going to um, take up about three inches of the uh, earth, and they're going to put these, um, I guess, called grindings, asphalt grindings down, roll them in, and the, my understanding is is that, you know, it doesn't take long for that to really be a nice, uh, decent surface, but, you know, it won't be, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if you can skateboard on it, but it'll be a, definitely a nicer surface for vehicles to travel on, and we're going to start with the, uh, the worst areas first, and we're hoping to get 100% done with it, but we might not, depending on the timing and the weather here. So that is all uh, going to happen soon. And um, whenever they start that, I'll be going up there and taking pictures so I can prove to people hey, this is, this is really happening. So <clears throat> the other idea we had it would have been uh, we thought maybe we could sell boots or something, right? As everybody <laughs> went into the flea market
0: get 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 a little extra extra money there to pay for that to help pay for uh the expo center right uh.
1: yeah they could be we were thinking about uh hamvention commemorative boots and um we were also thinking about selling some uh 2017 commemorative uh flea market mud at you know maybe hey. and ninety five cents a jar and we even yeah. you know we thought man if people even act now they could get you know, free shipping and too for the price of one, but
0: we, we act that
1: idea, <laughs> but, you know,
0: well, I like the, the it, boots idea. You could even put the little logo on there, you know, the, the whole thing. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, it was a tough year and you got to, yeah, yeah. what we, you know, what we, in our club, I mean, we, uh, kind of look at it. Well, so we take a slam and we're going to keep on hamming. And that's, sort of our our slogan of what we do with our 600 oh god I hope I get it right 657 volunteers I think that we have that work with us and um, it's amazing to have that much dedication and passion for an event and you know my job I have a a, a little bit of a job in 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 producing all of this but um I have to thank all of our volunteers and I want to say something about you know, the hamcation and um, folks up in Michigan are putting that on, Huntsville people, um, so many of these uh, ham fests around the country that I think it's really important that we all say thank you to whatever volunteers there, just thank them, because they're not getting paid, and they're really doing it be the passion and love for, for amateur radio, and they're giving back. And, um, you know, if you've ever stood out there in that hot sun and directed traffic or or whatever it is that you're doing for it, and and taking a lot of grief about things, thank a volunteer. That's I want to get that in. <laughs> yeah, Go
0: ahead, Neil. It, it takes a lot of uh, volunteers to pull everything off, and we sure appreciate every last one of them. Well, uh, we are going to take a break here in just a minute, but first uh, I do want to tell you about some changes um, that um, – We'll be coming to Ham Talk Live and our Hamvention coverage. Uh, we, again, uh, will preview many of the activities that will be going on uh, in and around Hamvention uh, during that weekend, um, during uh, about six weeks leading up to the big event. And uh, we will broadcast live again um, from the hotel there at Spring Hill Suites, Dayton South, Miamisburg, just down the road from the Dayton Mall on Hamvention Eve uh, as we have the last two years. But uh, this year we're changing the theme a little bit. Um, We've been taking your calls and visits at uh, the conference room there at Spring Hill Suites and kind of getting a feel for what you liked and what you were looking forward to at Hamvention. Uh, but we're going to change it up a little bit this year. We're going to give you all the information you need to make your Hamvention experience even better. So HamTalk Live will have an exclusive Hamvention weather forecast. And that's going to come from Eric Elwell, KD4BNT. And he is the chief meteorologist at Storm Center 7 WHIO-TV right there in Dayton. And uh, we're going to have a Dayton and surrounding area traffic report. Uh, we'll have up-to-the-minute information on parking, on-site parking, remote parking, and busing. And And Michael's going to connect us up with some people on that. So we'll have the official word on um, parking right up to the last minute. And you'll be able to tune into that the night before Hamvention. And so you'll be well prepared for everything that we can possibly tell you ahead of time we're, we're going to do that right here on hamtalklive.com and it'll be on the podcast too so if you can't catch it right at nine o'clock that night you can you can catch it after that and and thanks for uh for taking um the time to uh to set us up with with some of the uh parking and and traffic people so that we can uh, get all of that going michael Well, yeah, I think it's,
1: you know, a great service that you're going to offer. And um, it's going to be uh, our first year of attempting that with you. But um, I do want to remind people that we will have a talk in frequencies and um, um, we will have be able, you will be able to do some off-site parking. And if I could speak a second about off-site parking. Sure. Exciting thing that, you know, you'll be able to see all that on the website as it all continue to unfold, to unfold continues to unfold, but these bus drivers that bring people in, they know all the back routes too. And um, it's its interesting, uh, a lot of these bus drivers just, I, I guess that, I don't know if they're actors or musicians or what, but I've been hearing stories of people singing on the buses and having a really great time on the buses, and then even though the traffic jam occurred um, on the Friday of Hamvention, I did hear there was a lot of fun, uh, people that were on, uh, you know, talking frequencies or, or whatever frequency they jumped on and they actually had a pretty good time. <laughs> um, I don't think everybody had a good time being in the traffic jam. And speaking of traffic jams, if you were there last year, you re- recognized that on the Friday morning it was pretty tough, but, um, we got with our sheriff and said, you know, um, is there anything you could do to, to to make this better? And so, he he and his he and his um, deputies got together, and Saturday morning there was as many, if not more, people that came, and didn't hear any complaints about traffic. They've really modified the flow on it. Plus, in the meantime, the Greene County Sheriff got his amateur radio license, so we, <laughs> he's one of us now. So we we're really Hey, there we appreciate. go. And there's two or three more of the county people that are you know, kind of, twist, I'm twisting their on, you know, you know, it's just going to be a big thing for the area. You better get your license and you'll, you know, be, you'll be, you'll really be part of it. So, so with that traffic, uh, control and working on that, we think we got that one lit. Now, will there be problems? Yeah, of course there could be. And, you know, any big, uh you know, ham fest has some traffic problems. Um, but uh, <clears throat> I don't think we're going to experience the traffic jam ups we had last year, and I do want to thank the city of Xenia again. They have closed their schools in Xenia on the Friday of Hamvention just to cut down on, um, you know, the the traffic in the area. So <clears throat> we're very excited about that too. How I mean, that's how many uh, ham have you been to? What where they close the schools down for it so and we're also trying to work with a lot of those students to bring them in to the event and continue working with youth there
0: go back to you for a minute there neil yeah that's uh, that's all great stuff and in fact i had just looked that up again to see if they were doing that again because i'm i'm, I'm still looking for somebody to to do the the hammy costume and so i was looking to see and so sure enough they're having a professional development day that day so uh, that'll, uh, that'll cut down on a lot of the, uh, the school traffic. Well, let's go ahead and take a break here. And uh, when we come back, we can uh, start taking some calls. And we've got some uh, tweets already as well. So we will do that right after this word from the National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting right here on Ham Talk Live.
2: The National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting, located in Westchester, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati, is only two minutes off I-75. The museum is the former home of the Voice of America Bethany Relay Station. Tours are now available every Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. You can see the control room, a 200,000-watt transmitter, and the most comprehensive collection of inventions by the iconic Powell Crosley Jr. Also on display is a huge antique radio exhibit and R.L. Drake's personal collection of most every Drake amateur rig ever made. This is a unique opportunity to see amateur radio in action and have a chance to get on the air from WC8VOA. Admission is only $5 a person, The museum is located close to historic WLWAM and tons of shopping and restaurants. Take a trip to the VOA Museum or visit us online at voamuseum.org. Let's have an eyeball QSO in Dayton. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp.
0: Join the conversation call us on voice with skype at ham talk live or give us a call at 812 net ham 1 that's 812 638 4261 now here's more ham talk live voice of america museum's Next special event is an evening with Wayne Martin, held Saturday, March 3rd at 7.30 p.m. The event is in conjunction with an exhibit on Larry Smith Puppets the Works, now on display at the museum. So be sure to check that out if you're in the Cincinnati area. And Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at hamtalklive.com. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And it's now time for your calls. If you have a question for Michael, you can give us a call at eight one two NET ham one. That's 812-638-4261, Or you can Skype us. We're Ham Talk Live on Skype and also on Twitter. And we do have a tweet to talk about and a couple of comments here. But we do have. Our first call on the line. So good evening, Mark. Welcome to Ham Talk Live.
3: Uh, good evening, Neil.
0: Yeah, this is uh, Mark uh, in for, uh, is it BCN?
3: A BCD. Binary BCD.
0: Decimal.
3: And I'm the chairman of the go. Huntsville Ham
0: Fest. Yeah, and I uh, had a chance to talk to Mark here uh, few weeks ago and, and we're looking forward to mark being on the show but uh mark had some things to uh throw in here about hamvention so um go ahead mark
3: well okay thanks neil and uh good evening michael uh it was great to uh, to run into you and in, uh and spend some time with you and the, the, the contingent down there in orlando uh you and uh, ron kramer and jack and, and the rest of the crew that were down there learned a lot from you guys and uh, I heard you talking here on Neil's program about what, uh, what you're going to do to address uh, some of the issues from, uh, from last year. But wanted to call in to suggest there's one thing you don't change, and that's the food service. Um, those vendors were, were absolutely great. Uh, the, you know, the chicken noodle soup that I had one day for lunch, as good as grandma's. Uh, that Ohio uh, beef hamburger I had the next day was uh, equally good. And so that's, that's one thing you guys are really doing right up there. And uh, oh, I guess one more thing—you uh, mentioned moving the uh,
1: the beer truck. Uh, I hope you don't move it too far. Over to you, Michael. Hey, Mark, it's a, a pleasure to get to talk to you. And I'm going to take this opportunity, uh, Neil, and tell you that you know people are always comparing, you know, Hamcation, Hamvention, Huntsville, you know, Tokyo, often, But you know, we all know each other, and we're all good friends, and we really work hard. If whatever Mark needs, he gives us advice. He asks us for advice. And same with the gang down in um, Orlando or Germany. And I'm telling you, it's a, it's a, it's a, you might have, you know, DX groups and contest groups, but we run these big ham and we have to work together because if we're, if they're successful and we're success, every, every, we want everybody to be successful because it helps all the vendors and never once is it us versus them. It is, I mean, we support Huntsville. We support Hamcation. Great events, wonderful events. And we each provide something different. So I really want to make that clear. It's There's no, like, you're not going to get me upset or get me going about which is best, Hamcation or Hamvention or Huntsville or any of them, because they're all great. And and even the, the general chairman, I wish I could recall his name, from the uh, Uh, Michigan Speedway. Uh, We got to talk to him a little bit too, but we share a lot of ideas and we learn from each other. Wouldn't you say that's true, Mark? Absolutely. It's very,
3: that's very well put, Michael. I I don't think I could uh, embellish on that at all. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Well, I appreciate you calling in with your support. And uh, those of you who haven't been to Huntsville, it's a great event. It's growing and it's now under, and Mark is working so hard um, to make this, you know, uh, we, we all love Charlie. I knew Charlie for years, and we'd share information. And then Mark came on, and he comes sheepishly up and says, "Hey, I'm I'm Mark from I'm the new guy down there at Huntsville," and he's totally accepted. And we're really glad to be glad that he's in there. He's a very smart guy and uh, pulling his team together. So, anyway, great, Mark. I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys up in Dayton,
3: and uh, got a couple of other Hamfests to uh, to visit around here. Uh, a couple of smaller events: Chattanooga, Dalton. Uh, names probably not familiar to you, but you, you probably have a much uh, a bunch of stuff, uh, similar hamfests uh, around your area uh, throughout the year to visit. I'll be doing that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Tullahoma, uh, Tennessee. We've got uh, several in the area, and it's always good to network and, and meet with these folks. But uh, Michael, like I said, it's uh, it's great to, to be a uh, part of this uh, this organization down here and the. Uh, the, uh, the working uh, relationship that we all have is, is extremely good. But like I said, your food up there, absolutely wonderful. Looking forward to another bowl of chicken noodle soup in uh, uh, late in May. So uh, I'll, uh, I don't want to steal your thunder tonight. Uh, so I just say uh, good evening and uh, 73. We'll see you in a couple of months.
1: 73 there, Mark. Thank you, man, for calling in, and uh, we'll see you soon.
0: 73, Mark. Oh, thank, thank you. Yeah. You. Now, 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 Mark, sp- speaking of food here. Um, uh, the tweet that we were just talking about, I don't know if Mark was listening at that point or not uh, maybe he was eavesdropping on us and we didn't know it But Brian Love, KC9KUH tweeted us earlier in the week and wants to know, Michael are the pork chops coming back again this year? He said he'd love to have another Hamvention pork chop so the answer is alright, let me the answer
1: is of course and not only that the uh the cattlemen's association will be there and a lot of this stuff comes right from the farm in green county right to uh you know to the butcher shop and then right there so i've i've heard a lot of great things about the food and and he's right that, you know that i can't remember the name of the company that does the uh, homemade noodles and real mashed potatoes i mean that is so good. I ate really well when I was there. And um, but I want to add something else is that uh, we think we can improve this, and so we are bringing in um, and we work with the uh, people there, the uh, the um, uh, fair people, the uh, expo center, and we actually get last final say on who they're bringing in. And we told them, we need some more different kinds of food to come in there. So we're bringing in even uh, more. Uh, we feel they're really going to be great choices for food, and then we are working on possibly um, getting the uh, picnic tables that we have placed a little bit better with a little bit more of them excuse me around that uh, uh, um, bending bending areas, so people will be able to sit more and we I think that's an important thing at any big ham fest or it is for us is that people need a place to sit down. And talk to their friends for a little bit. Take a rest. Take a break. And, and um, maybe enjoy some of that good food. And so we're going to try to have more shade and more picnic tables. And we're working hard on just improving that whole uh, center layout. Does that help you, Annie? Neil, does that make you hungry? Yeah,
0: yep, it does. It does. And I, I remember the bourbon chicken and the grilled chicken wrap. <clears throat> that i got and they were they were both excellent but michael the one thing that i asked you about and and i and and you know i i don't know where the disconnect was but the 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 cheesecake on a stick thing (laughs) and, and here's and here's jill combs i already had this in the script jill it wasn't she's chatting in here in the in the chat room and saying, oh, I see how it is. The pork chops are more important than, than cheesecake on a stick. So so, so Jill and I kind of teamed up on this. And, and at Ham Talk Live, we, we, we go the extra mile uh, to investigate this cheesecake on a stick thing. So I found out what happened with the cheesecake on a stick. Now, the, the cheesecake on a stick was was kind of a, a Dayton Hamvention tradition. But it, it, it kind of disappeared all of a sudden. And so I tracked it down, and it's at Libby's Gourmet Desserts in Cincinnati. They're the ones who made them. But what they did was they sold those to someone, and they got a couple of freezers, and they went up and sold those. So it wasn't them directly selling them, but I was able to, to pick up a couple of those and they are the 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 right ones and everything. It's Libby's gourmet desserts. And I said, can you come back and 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 sell these? And he said, well, if we can find someone to sell them, we will be happy to pr- provide them and and you know and sell them and work with them and, and deliver and and um, get all of that going. And so if if we can find somebody to sell those, we, we can bring the cheesecake on a stick back. But but Jill. And, by the way, Jill's uh, uh, KD8QGA, I had that written down here. Uh, She found out that the person who was selling it was a distant family member of the Wampler family that owned Hera Arena. So that's how it got there, was that, you know, they were selling it. So now, since it's moved, you know, they didn't have... You know the the inside connection. So so can we can can we do something on this cheesecake on a stick thing?
1: You know Neil, I am really moved and very impressed <laughs> the fact that you take the time to do this extremely deep dive into the history and um, um, basically the the journey. It's like the Silk Road of um cheese on cheesecake on a stick. So. <laughs> And you've left me totally speechless, and you've left me with no way out other than to try to figure something out for you. So,
0: Well, I guess if you've if got somebody still, that even want, wanting to make some money at Hamvention and, and wants to sell some, just well, all we've got to do is give them the phone number and, and, and they'll talk to you. I even invited the guy on the show. I mean, he, he, he didn't want to come on the show, but I, I invited him on the show. Wow,
1: wow that's pretty impressive. So <laughs> I didn't know you loved it that much. I mean, you know, you must be a very much. A well, and, and, and,
0: you know, of, the, the funny thing is I only got it one time, but I always went by it. I wow. always wanted it, but I'd always go buy it. And then one year I finally said, okay, I I, I got to try this. And it, it's, it's pretty good Beautiful. stuff. So there we right, go. Here. We got it.
1: Burning up a lot of time on them. Yeah, yep, yeah, the yeah, yeah. I, yeah I we are, that, but I, I will <laughs> honestly, I, I'll take a look. Um, got a lot of things cooking, but um, I don't have that cheesecake cooking yet. So, <laughs> and since you have somebody, was it Jill? That's interested in it too. That um, yeah, I'll ask. I'll ask. I will do that much. Yeah. if there's somebody but,
0: that wants to sell it, they they will. They will, uh, they will do it. And by the way, Jill will be out there on her golf cart all day Sunday. She says, um, volunteering uh, okay, to uh, to shuttle. Uh, we got another question here from Doctor Scott Wright, K0MD. Any new vendors or forum ideas for this year? Uh, maybe something for Mac users on ham radio. Maybe that would be something. Any ideas there?
1: Was that was that call? Uh uh, Kilo0MD or yes. N0. K0MD.
0: Okay. okay. And what was his first name again? That's Scott. Dr. Scott Wright. Okay.
1: Hey, Dr. Scott. And um, thanks for uh, calling in on this. Or I don't know how you got to. Maybe you. Uh, Twitter. Chat roomed it in. Twittered in. Okay. Twitter. Twittered on in. Tweeted. Anyway, um, we are working on forums right now. We don't have it uh, finalized, but um, uh, I just got. We are actually going to have um, a fifth forum area instead of just four. We're going to have five. And one of the things that we're really looking at is um, um, our theme this year is based around emergency communications. You know, you know, um, amateur radio serving the community. And we thought that was very appropriate um you know due to the fact that we've had so many bad storms fires floods um typhoons all kind of uh um you know and hurricanes all over the world, so we're going to be focusing on some of those things a lot more than we have in the past um I do like his uh the idea for his topic, and uh Neil, if you could um somehow send that to me in the end sure. Uh, sure. I, I can take a look at that but we haven't got everything finalized yet we we are looking for very uh good forums um uh, you know interesting people who have interesting things to say and by the way uh my my uh friend uh, Fred Lloyd um who started uh QRZ is coming this year and i think it's his 20th or 25th anniversary of uh, QRZ and uh, we're going to try to do some kind of a forum around what he's doing, but he's a very delightful individual if you've never had a chance to
0: listen to him.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, been trying to get him to, to come on here. So we'll, we'll keep trying. Well, we've got like oh, really? one minute left. Okay. We've got one minute left. So Is
1: that one, minute? one minute, one minute, one
0: minute. So, oh, okay. The, the awards deadline, you extended that When when's the new deadline for that if somebody wants to nominate
1: today it's over today oh, today okay Finished. all right they, all right. they got all be in. i want to say something really quickly sure if you want stay on uh hamvention.org um check that website out regularly if you have any personal questions uh, in terms of uh, questions you can't get answered anywhere else i am good on qrz as i tell my friend Yeah. but um you can, you know, email that to me, but you, you know, we certainly, uh, take the input. We take a, you know, we take a lot of grief too, but we, we, we feel it's very important to be an important pillar for amateur radio. None of us get paid for it. And, uh, so uh Neil, I want to thank you again for having me on your program.
0: All right. Well, thank you for coming on. We look forward to talking to you again, uh, in a few weeks, uh, as Hamvention draws near, but we thank you for the update of how things are coming along so far. Uh, but that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guest Michael Coulter, W8CI, and everyone out there in cyberspace for listening and calling and typing in, and invite you all back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time when Andy Maluzzi, KK4LWR, will be here to talk about the Khalid. Amateur Radio Initiative, or Carry, And uh, for a list of all of our upcoming guests, you can find that over at hamtalklive.com. Just click on the show schedule link. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours.
3: don't oh, oh, oh,